All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be talking about Reed Shepard. He is announcing his commitment this Saturday, five-star shooting guard out of the 2023 class. We're going to talk about what he could potentially bring to Kentucky if he chooses to commit. And we are also going to talk about some of the other basketball targets that Kentucky's looking at. Later on in the show, we're also going to be breaking down Kentucky football's game against New Mexico State this Saturday. My name is Lance Daw, co-host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7 and Fox Sports Central Alabama, USA Today writer for various SEC-related things, but on this show specifically, we're going to be taking a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. want to thank everybody so much for making Locked on Kentucky your first listen each and every day. Also want to remind everybody to please subscribe to the podcast and follow so that you get notifications when the next episode of Locked On Kentucky drops. All right, so Reed Shepard, like I mentioned, 2023 shooting guard. He will be announcing his commitment Saturday. It looks like he could be potentially going to the uh, to the Wildcats, be committing to the Wildcats rather. Was just recently elevated on Rivals.com to the uh, the five star sat- status, and uh, and he, he look he he is listed as a shooting guard, but according to what some of the res- the uh, the scouting reports are saying, recently he's been playing really well outside of just shooting the basketball. Uh, in one of his performances in high school recently, he had nearly double digit assists, a bunch of rebounds, a handful of steals. One scout, scout, uh, scouting report said at the end of the day, he's still a 6'2 shooting guard, so his pro ceiling can be viewed as somewhat limited by a, a lot of scouts, but Shepard has one of the highest floors of any guard in the class because of his extremely high IQ and multifaceted impact on a game-to-game basis. You look at 24-7 sports, uh, all of the crystal balls right now that have been uh, that have been thrown Reed Shepard's way are predicting him to commit to the Kentucky Wildcats, and that's why we're talking about him. Again, 2023 class shooting guard out of London, Kentucky, North Laurel High School, 6'3", 170 pounds, number one player in the state of Kentucky, number five combo guard nationally, according to 24-7 Sports, will be announcing his commitment this Saturday, November 20th. Another scouting report here. Shepard is a combination guard that leans more on the shooting guard side because of his three-point shooting prowess in between game and knack of getting to the rim on the break where he catches most off guard with his ability to finish above the rim. Although his combo meter leans toward the two-guard two side, Shepard is tough, smart, and displays a lot of savvy when it comes to handing the ball primarily. Confident, moxie, Fearless and competitive are just a few words that come to mind when describing his game. He plays with a high basketball IQ and is fun to watch when he gets into a groove. Shepard proves to be a terrific college, projects rather, excuse me, to projects to be a terrific college player as his skill set fits both in an up-tempo and slow-tempo paced offense and his pedigree is beyond undeniable. So there you have it. It is it is everything that you could possibly want out of a combo guard. And look, looking at the guys on roster right now, who do you got? You've got you've got Severe Wheeler, you've got Damian Mintz, Davian Mintz, you've got Severe Wheeler, you've got Kellen Grady, you've got all these fantastic guards. But it, it's it's uh, it's it's no shock to anybody that uh, some of those some of those players are going to be leaving. You've got to have somebody to to kind of stick things out with Ty Ty Washington. If Ty Ty doesn't leave this year for the NBA draft, which I'm going to be honest with you, after three games, I don't know if he should. Just watching his game. I don't know if he should go to the NBA draft, and if he doesn't, there's going there, there's going to be a need 
for somebody to be paired alongside with him. And I think Reed Shepard could be a fantastic addition uh, 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 for for the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. So that is something to watch there. Reed Shepard, again, want to reiterate, five-star shooting guard, combo guard, whatever you want to call him, out of Kentucky, London, Kentucky, 2023 class, North Laurel High School. He's got two more years, essentially, of high school ball to play. We'll see what he does in that time, see if he rises a little bit in the rankings because uh, he's he's listed he's graded out player rating wise on twenty four seven sports as as point nine nine one two, which is not perfect, but it's certainly up there. So it's going to be interesting to see if Reed uh, what what Reed does over these past or these final couple of years in high school. I know a lot of Kentucky fans are going to be watching with great interest. All right, other potential uh, targets that uh, that uh, Kentucky is looking at right now. Nasir Cunningham, 2024, number one player in the class out of Gladstone, New Jersey. He's got offers from Creighton, DePaul, LSU, Maryland, Nebraska, New Mexico State, Rutgers, St. John's, TCU, and UConn. Scattering report says uh, says he uh, really suits the modern game. Comes equipped with incredible incredible ball skills for a player with a six foot seven uh, frame. Add in his athleticism, ability to play above the rim, and the fact that he's able to knock down three-pointers with some consistency, and it's no wonder he's landed at the top of this list. A little slimmer, a little, little bit on the slimmer side, 175 pounds and six foot seven. but you, you like what you get out of Nasir Cunningham for all the reasons listed there in the scouting report. Can do a lot of different things with the ball. And look, that's what the modern game, like the like the scouting report was asking, is gonna or saying rather, it's gonna ask of you to do. The modern game is going to ask you to do all these different things and not necessarily be glued down to one specific archetype, archetype or or one specific role. It's going to ask you to be versatile and it's gonna ask you as a as a forward or a six foot seven guy that's kind of that's taller, leaner, more athletic. It's gonna ask you to do a ton of of different things. It's going to ask you to handle the ball. It's going to ask you to shoot shoot threes with consistency. It's going to ask you to uh, to not play, not necessarily post-up ball, but be able to actually cut and get to the rim. It's going to ask you to do a lot of different things. Scouting Report also says he has the size and dexterity to defend multiple positions and already impacts games on the glass despite being nowhere near his peak from a strength standpoint. And a guy that immediately comes to mind for me is Isaac Okoro. Coming out of high school, he was uh, he was listed as a guy that really loved to play defense, and uh, he was able to guard a lot of different positions, really positions one through four. And then if you needed to to uh, to handle a small ball rotation, you could put him at the five as well. Isaac Okoro out of out of uh, Auburn now plays for the Cavs. Nasir Cunningham kind of reminds me of that type of uh, that type of build and that type of style of play. If you can rotate him between positions one through four defensively, I think that would be really beneficial. Uh, for uh, for Kentucky, and then if you can uh, if you can try and get him really primarily to, primarily to work on that small forward position, I mean, sky's the limit for for this kid. That's one of the guys that Kentucky's looking at. Another guy here, Trey Johnson, six foot four, hundred sixty five pound shooting guard out of Dallas, Texas. He is the number two player in the two thousand and twenty four class. He's got offers from Alabama State, Baylor, Illinois, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A and M. And Texas Tech, the scouting report says the prospect has the link to be an elite defender and boast a smooth pull-up jumper and some incredible versatility for a player of his young age. And I'm going to be honest with you, if he uh, if he's shooting threes and not pull-up jumpers, uh, I'll take Trey Johnson because <laughs> that is something that I'm really not liking about this Kentucky offense right now is the way that they try and 
work things in between the paint and the three-point line. I just don't statistically think that it's a very good shot to be taking as often as they are. And uh, I think they've got shooters that can knock down threes, and I think they've got guys like Shibwe that can really dominate some guys in the paint. So the mid-range stuff is not necessarily the direction I want to lean. So Trey Johnson, if he if he's going to come in and he's going to shoot threes, again, I'm just looking at these different prospects and speculating how they would fit in this system with Coach Cal right now. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him take more of an outside role, if 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 you may. All right, so so those are some of the uh, different recruits, and we're going to continue to get to some more on the other side of this break. But first, want to ask you guys: Is quality and craftsmanship important to you? Because if it is, you should check out Made In. Made In is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with real chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, and wine glasses. They source the finest materials to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Made In products are made to last, and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven. They have 40,000 five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. And if you want to try some of their products, right now Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code LOCKEDON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash LOCKEDON and use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off your first order. Again, that's madeincookware.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. Made in better cookware for better meals. Other players here that Kentucky basketball potentially looking at 2024 class. Derek Queen, six foot eight, 245 pound power forward out of Montverda Academy in Montverda, Florida, number four overall prospect. Nationally has offers from Alabama. Uh, Arizona State, Auburn, DePaul, Georgetown, Indiana, LSU, Maryland, Syracuse, and Virginia Tech. Scouting report says Derek Queen was one of the more dominant prospects that uh, that has been seen this summer in the 2024 class. He's already big, physical, and strong, but he's also a very skilled all-around player. He can pay, play both around the basket and be physically imposing, but he's also comfortable playing on the perimeter. He's without question one of the best prospects in the country. And again, this is going back to what I was saying earlier about the modern game and about necessarily or specifically rather what Kentucky's going to ask some of these recruits and what they have asked these recruits in the past to do, which is not necessarily play positionless basketball, but to be versatile in what you do. So at six foot eight, if you're comfortable with handling the ball and shooting, go for it. Because if you're going to, if you're going to try and be light, if you're going to try and light some teams up from beyond the arc at six foot eight, if you're trying to play against some, some guards or some, some other small forwards or power forwards, I think they're going to have some difficulty guarding that if you're just going up against an average team. So looking at Derek Queen, he could be uh, potentially an interesting uh, uh, prospect for Kentucky down the line. Elliot Cadeau, number six prospect nationally in the 2024 class. He's a point guard. Among others, showed off a well-rounded skill set in an afternoon game as he flashed his ball handling, court vision, and incredible defensive motor in a comfortable victory, according to a scouting report on Cadeau. He, uh, he's got offers from Howard, Oklahoma State, Providence, St. John, Seton Hall, Siena, TCU, Tennessee, Texas Tech, and UMass. Not a lot of guys, honestly, looking at the, that offer list. Not a lot of guys on Kiddo uh, early, but, um, but he could also be somebody else. Just to go down the line here real quick on some of these other, other guys. Carter Knox, number nine prospect nationally, 6'5", 180-pound uh, small forward out of Tampa, Florida. 
Paul McNeil, four star, number twenty nine prospect nationally, uh, six foot five, hundred and fifty five pounds, uh, small forward out of uh, Rockingham, North Carolina. You've got to be you've got to be looking at some of these 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 players right now. If you're Kentucky and if you're a Kentucky fan, you've got to be looking at some of these guys and really thinking about okay, what's our future going to look like? Because the last couple of years, I'm not going to lie, have been down years for Kentucky. You've got to be able to really look at some of the recruits that are coming in in the future and ask yourself, how are they going to fit into this program? How are they going to to get back to sustaining the level of success that Kentucky has had? Uh, in years past and if you look at some of the guys that they have coming in already in the 2022 class obviously you've got Sky Clark who's going to be a really talented guard and if Ty Ty is going to be paired up with him I mean that is just an absolutely phenomenal uh, pairing that I would like to see in 2000 in the 2020 uh, 2022 class excuse me Shaden Sharp a shooting guard already committed to Kentucky he's out of Glendale Arizona Chris, Chris Livingston Five-star small Ford out of Mouth of Wilson, Virginia. Oak Hill Academy, he's another guy to look at. And then Cason Wallace, a five-star shooting guard out of Richardson, Texas. I mean, Kentucky right now, I mean, they've got some players coming in that are are, are um, going, to be, going to be phenomenal down the line. And so I think, again, it's just really important to ask the guys that Kentucky's looking at late down the line in 2024, the guys that they've got coming in now, and the guys that they have on roster right now, I think it's really interesting to ask, how is this team going to operate with, with uh, some of these, these key departures? How are they going to be able to sustain success? Because I'm going to be honest with you, after seeing these past couple of years under Coach Cal, it almost feels like the SEC starting to catch up to them. And Kentucky, with the way that they've been recruiting, should be able to kind of get back to what they were doing just a few years ago, which is just consistently winning the SEC. So looking at these guys that are, that are, uh, that are, that are coming to play next year, guys like Sky Clark uh, and Chris Livingston, Cason Wallace, Shaden Sharp. I'm really excited about those, those guys as prospects, but then you also got to look at the Reed Shepherds of the world. You've got to look at the Nasir Cunningham's of the world. Got to look at all these different prospects, and you really have to ask yourself, okay, is the, are these guys going to be able to elevate the 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 team to the level that they were at just a couple of years ago? And man, I uh, I hope they are. I hope they are because because uh, uh, last year was what, what last year ain't it, Chief? Last year was not it. All right, we're gonna talk about Kentucky football's matchup against New Mexico State. Going on on Saturday in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back in better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, you do not want to wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season, especially now that college basketball is back. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Wrapping up the show here, taking a look at Kentucky football's game against New Mexico State this Saturday. Let me go ahead and say that this game could get out of hand for New Mexico State pretty quickly. 
New Mexico State's one and nine on the season so far. They've not gotten, uh, they've not had a win since September 18th, where they beat South Carolina State. Since then, they have been on a massive losing streak. This past weekend, they lost to Alabama 59 to three. The line for this game is currently 36, according to BetOnline.ag, in Kentucky's favor. The over under on this game is currently set at 60. And let me just go ahead and tell you two things. Number one, I think Kentucky is going to either get very close to covering or they are going to cover. And number two, I'm going to th- I-, I want to think that the under is going to hit in this game because I see Kentucky potentially scoring about 45 to 50. And I don't know if I see New Mexico State really scoring much more uh, much more than three points uh, in this game. So let's go ahead and look at some of the matchups that we're going to have in this game. Obviously, Will Levis, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions on the season, 65.6% completion percentage, has five touchdowns on the ground as well. Last weekend against Vanderbilt, two touchdowns and an interception, only 177 yards passing. And what's going to be asked of him in this game is to manage it. Just simply don't make any mistakes. Don't make any turnovers. Let's just kind of let our talent ride out in this one, and let's get an easy victory. Uh, the on, on the opposing side at the quarterback position, Jonah Johnson for New Mexico State. Eight touchdowns, seven interceptions this season, 58.0% completion percentage. Has four touchdowns on the ground of his own. You look at some of the running backs in this game. Chris Rodriguez Jr. for Kentucky. Obviously, everybody knows he's cracked 1,000 yards on the season. Averaging six yards a carry, just been playing really well as of late. Had 114 yards this past weekend against Vanderbilt. Jawan Price, the running back, the leading running back, rather, for New Mexico State. Uh, He's got 463 yards and six touchdowns, but had eight carries and negative two yards against Alabama this past weekend. He was, uh, the running game was not going against Alabama for New Mexico State. Jared Wyatt is the leading receiver for New Mexico State. He's got 486 yards and two touchdowns on the year. Wandale Robinson, 886 yards and seven touchdowns. And basically every single target on this team, if Kentucky's going to run a play, it's either going to Chris Rodriguez or Wandale Robinson. At least it feels like essentially so far this year. You're looking at some of the defense defensive numbers for New Mexico State. They give up 294 passing yards per game. Kentucky only only averages about 209. So if Kentucky wants to take some deep shots, maybe outside of throws to Wandale Robinson in this game, be pretty sweet if they actually looked at some of the other receivers. Uh, that that could the offense could open up that way. You look at the ground uh, ground game for uh, New Mexico State. They're giving up about 180 yards on the ground. So you could do one of two things if you're Kentucky in this game. You can either chuck it deep. You could say screw it. Wandale Robinson's down there somewhere. Or Josh Ali's down there somewhere. We're just gonna we're just gonna throw it fifty yards and assume somebody's gonna get open. They probably will be. Or you can say Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier smoke flex game. We're just gonna run it down your throats. And also Will Levis can run it a little bit as well. We're gonna take control of the clock. Unlike last game against Vanderbilt, we're gonna take control of the clock and we are just going to to try and ride this one out and get to to eight and three on the season. You look at Kentucky Kentucky's defensive totals. Giving up 224 passing yards per game, giving up 116 rushing yards per game, giving up 22.8 points per game. You're looking at some of the the, the numbers for New Mexico State offensively. They're they're averaging about 263 passing yards per game, only 91.3 rushing yards per game. This is not necessarily an air raid style offense, but it is it is very similar 
to, I guess, a run-and-shoot type of style that that uh, you would see from maybe a team like Hawaii or uh, not necessarily. I wouldn't say that, that this this offense is is exactly like what, what Mississippi State and Mike Leach are running right now, but it's very similar. They, they, they don't run the ball a whole lot. They're going to try and throw it around on you. And in essence, what should happen in this game is Kentucky should just kind of take over. This is I know I've said this a lot on this show, but it's it's just the way that the, the the games are playing out right now of the different things that I've gotten to talk about between basketball and football. It's just Kentucky uh, in, in all of their games that I've gotten to talk about recently to preview and talk about. They they've just simply been more talented than the other team. And in, in, in this game against New Mexico State, they're one and nine on the year. I see no exception to that rule. If you're more talented, if Kentucky's more talented, they should win the football game against a team that is one and nine and statistically, like I just went down the line, barren in a lot of different spots. So Kentucky, I think, is just it, there's not a lot to say or really dive into with this game. If this was an SEC contest, I think there would be a little bit more to glean uh, down the line, not just from the game, but what could happen after and what some of the implications are. But this is just a cupcake game. This is this is a get right game for Kentucky. Even though they they won against uh, Vanderbilt last weekend, you would have liked to have seen a more impressive win on the road. They just didn't really have the ball a whole lot. So in this game, it's just it's just make sure you kind of clean some things up before you take on Louisville to end the season. So that's what it is essentially. It's just like, well, cupcake game. Let's get a freebie and uh, let's uh, let's make sure that we are healthy and ready to go whenever we face off against the Louisville Cardinals next weekend. All right, that's going to do it for the Thursday edition of Locked on Kentucky on tomorrow's show. We're going to talk about Kentucky basketball's game against Ohio University, who is currently undefeated right now. So that's a non-conference game that I did not label or did not uh, think I would label as potentially uh, potentially intriguing. Could be could be fun on Friday night. We're going to break that down uh, offensively, what, what Ohio likes to do defensively, what they like to do, and how the Wildcats match up against them. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, just a little bit more Kentucky basketball recruiting, I believe, just to kind of round out thoughts on Reed Shepard before he announces his commitment on Saturday. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnUK. You can follow me on Twitter at DawPound. And make sure to subscribe to the show right now or follow wherever you're listening to the show right now to make sure that you get notifications for when the next episode comes up tomorrow. We're going to be taking a deep dive in, again, statistically... What is Ohio going to want to do against the Wildcats? That's going to do it for today's edition of Locked on Kentucky. Have a good one, everybody. Go Wildcats.